All right. So creating your dream life, manifesting more money, growing your business, calling in the love of your life, it really all comes down to one thing. You've got to be the person who already freaking has all the things and then you will attract it. This means we want to shift at the subconscious level and raise your vibration and master how to do this shit. This is everything that I am so obsessed with teaching people and helping them truly get because man, it, quantum leaps happen. Quantum freaking leaps. So I have a lot of free resources for you on my site. If you have not checked out my abundance activation hypnosis and all kinds of other tools I have on there for you, then go visit spiritualbossbabe.com after this episode or pause right now and go sign up because I have so much for you. Aside from my abundance activation hypnosis, I have so many other tools that will help you manifest more money, make a bigger impact, stand out with your message, and truly create your dream reality. So go check it out, spiritualbossbabe.com. Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. Today's episode is awesome. As always, I have the amazing Hannah Hermanson here with me. And Hannah is the founder of Dream Life is a Real Life. The Dream Life coaching programs that she has have supported thousands of service-based entrepreneurs, teachers, and business owners all around the world in creating and scaling a simple business that fulfills their soul in all ways. So in this episode, Hannah and I just really chat about so many things that are going to help you grow your business, so many things that are going to help you shift your mindset and become the version of yourself that you need to be in order to create your dream reality. (laughs) So you're going to get so much out of this episode. When you listen, make sure you come tag me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe and go find and connect with Hannah after this. Check out the show notes. She has a really special gift for you that I don't want you to miss out on. So without further ado, let's welcome Hannah onto the show. Welcome, Hannah. I'm so freaking excited to have you here and can't wait for you to share your magic with the audience. Yes, let's do it. (laughs) Let's rock and roll. So I like to really just open this up and get a little bit of a backstory to what led you on your path to creating your business and living out your dreams and really just going all in with your purposeful work that you're doing. Mm, Yeah. You know, it's so cliche to say like the breakthrough is in the breakdown. Uh, It's cliche though, because it's true. (laughs) And I think for so many of us, like going through a tough time or having loss or challenge, leads to, you know, 
something bigger and better. So one of my breakdowns that kind of led me onto even an entrepreneurial path was um, in my early 20s, I got super obsessed with exercise and weight loss to the point where I just kind of stopped eating and kept running marathons and um, was really, really sick. And so I ended up in therapy and I'll never forget Wendy. I had Wednesday sessions with Wendy and I was not really buying into her for a while. I really thought that I had my stuff figured out and I, people were just jealous and I was healthy and so cool. And like, I just didn't trust her in the process she was moving me through. There was one specific Wednesday though, she was reiterating, you know, the stuff I thought I knew because I was also a yoga teacher. She's like, you just got to like slow down and accept yourself and love yourself. And I was so sick of hearing this stuff because I, again, thought I knew it. And I was like, you know what, Wendy, why is everyone trying to literally slow me down? Like I found my thing. I'm good at this. Like I'm sick of everyone holding me back and like dumbing down my life, right? Dimming my light. Mm. And she kind of let me rant. <laughs> I was hangry also at the time. Keep this in mind. No. So, right. And she's like, okay, Hannah. So is counting calories and running marathons really how you want people to be remembering you? Like, is that your purpose? Is that what you're meant to be doing? And I had never thought about that before. Like I had no, and she got so much trust and credibility from me then. And she encouraged me to leave that day and just think about what I would be doing with my time, energy, and life if anything were possible for me. Mm-hmm. And I realized I had just been so focused on one superficial goal, right? On the scale. And I wasn't thinking about like, wow, if I put all of this energy into like changing the world or getting fresh water to Kenya, which I later did. <laughs> like, I, I just hadn't thought outside of myself and these like superficial goals that I got caught up in. So that was huge. And like I said, led me to a lot of travel and like philanthropy work and um, continuing my kind of yoga journey in a very different way, not just, you know, for fitness, but the more looking at that in a more holistic way. And as the universe would have it, I kind of just continued to, listening to that question of like, what is my purpose? What do I want to be remembered for? And that led me eventually to a startup, which was supposed to be the dream job. Mm. I was um, helping this foundation or this organization bring yoga and mindfulness to school teachers. Great. Dream life. Super like better. Like I thought I had manifested everything, you know, they (laughs) moved me out to California from Wisconsin. And I was feeling like, yes, I can really do this entrepreneurial thing. This is my purpose. This is my mission. And then about five weeks after I moved from small town, Wisconsin to big city, California, oh, as startups go, they couldn't afford me anymore. Mm. And so that was another time when it was like, all right, I'm going to own my journey and like be my own boss and not rely on anyone else's vision or dream life. And so I gave myself a year to figure out what that meant for me. And that was about three years ago. Wow. So that was a long story. <laughs> yeah. It's um, but those, I think those are the most pivotal places, right? Like recovering from an eating disorder and then ultimately being fired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are, <laughs> those are really big turning points. And, uh, you know, like you said, I feel like everyone 
has those moments and maybe they look a little different where they're like, okay, what am I, what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to create in my life? And I can relate actually to some of your story because my first taste of like personal development as well was fitness and working out and losing weight. And it uh, wasn't exactly the healthiest way. At I the love, time. yeah, you gave air quotes for everyone. Fitness, <laughs> like, we thought it was, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And like that, then that was my whole world. And I, I just, it's just cool hearing your story because you had all of these shifts, but it, you were still on the right path yeah. because you needed to learn all of these lessons. And so it's really empowering. And I believe that's true for all of us, right? We are all exactly where we need to be right now. Mm-hmm. And in order to get to where we want to go, we just need to make the most of the situation, right? Yeah. I, I totally had a pity party with a whole bunch of hummus and wine when they like let me go. And I was in San Francisco all by myself. And that okay, I had that pity party, but I didn't live in that space. I didn't live in blame. I didn't live in like, what if, or let me try to change it. Mm-hmm. I simply decided like, okay, well, this is an opportunity. Just like figuring out what my purpose was and not and needing an answer, you know, in therapy. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the more that we can take that perspective that everything is happening for us, not to us, and every everything is an opportunity. Yeah. I really believe that. Yeah. It's like taking responsibility for your reality. So in that moment when you like, or not in that moment, but like from that point for those, uh, I guess, couple years following as you were like, okay, I got to do my thing. What was like something that really, really helped you truly bring things to life? Was there like some key things? Mm. Absolutely. So there was a book that was really radical in my development, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. Mm. And what you just said, taking 100% responsibility for my life, everything, the good, the bad, the hard, the easy was really empowering. And inside of the book, he also has like 63 principles that will help you ultimately make your dream life your real life. Mm. And I decided to work the principles like pen and paper. It was like having this millionaire mentor in my, in my apartment, right? Like I'm going to go through and do what he tells me to do. And like I said, I really just committed a year because I knew it wasn't going to be an overnight sensation or whatever. And so that was my first kind of taste of mentorship. And of course, one of the principles that he talks about is like, learning from experts, Mm -hmm. having a coach, having an accountability partner. And so I looked at, you know, where I was and how much I spent in my college education. (laughs) I thought, well, if I want to learn a new set of skills, I didn't go to business school and college. So I'm going to start investing in this kind of education and taking the courses and hiring the coaches and just learning from people who were where I wanted to be. It started with a book and now it's led me to working with lots of people who have given me and I think as much as they give you like action steps and strategy and they make sure that you're doing it, I also just realized being in spaces where other people were doing exactly what I wanted to do just gave me that belief. And yes. like, okay, if Stephanie can do it and she's telling me how I, I can do it, like I'm doing it, I can do it too. So definitely mentorship. Yeah. And I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's not even all the time, like having someone tell you what to do, but like just even be seeing what their beliefs are and seeing how they think and being in their energy. Like it it really does shift you. 
if you decide to go all in, you know, and just show up for yourself again, taking the responsibility. Yeah. And I'll admit at the beginning, cause I started like following people that were doing things that I wanted to do. And at first I was like, Oh, she already did it. There's already a dream life coach. There's someone that's, you know, doing this. And then when I realized like, no, these are allies. And if they can do it, so can I. And it really is about collaboration over competition. There's an abundance of clients, an abundance of money, an abundance of like people needing this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so uh, befriending those people instead of looking at them like enemies or competitors is really um, a big piece of my success. Mm. Yes. I feel like a lot of, what was that? No, I was just, and so I hope everyone like hears that, right? As we do the scrolling and the gramming thing. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because, (laughs) um, you know, it's so easy to go into comparisonitis mode. (laughs) I think we've all been there at some point. And I remember when I went through a phase of that, where I was, you know, wanting to get there and wanting to be further along and comparing and, you know, feeling shitty about myself. And that is like, it's like a freaking cycle. It doesn't serve you. No. It doesn't serve you. Yeah. Not at all. So, um, so did you stop your scrolling at that point? Yeah. So we were talking a little bit before you hit record. I have very strong boundaries around social media. I'm on there. I think it's important to have a presence. And I think it's like great to use communities and communication. Like I'm super grateful for internet. Um, But I'm also super grateful for like the present moment (laughs) and what's going on in my life. Right. And not looking at everyone else's. So I, as an online business owner, when I had the opportunity to leave San Francisco and travel the world, my, I took it, right? And so at that time, I was spending all day, every day on the internet, email, social media, whatever. But then when I went abroad, I realized it's not that easy to have internet all of the time. <laughs> and we were living in Guatemala and it was just like crazy, the links I was going to, to get reliable internet. And then I realized like, what if I just like use the time when we do have good internet more wisely? Mm. And this has happened. I've had this like reminder, you know, a few months ago, I spilled wine on my computer when I was at a conference and I only had the business center at the hotel during the lunch break to use the internet. And I was like, yet again, Hannah, you can do this in way less time. Mm. And so I have strong boundaries around social media. I only go on to post and check in with my team and my community, my group. Um, And then I leave and it's okay. It was okay to not even have internet every day as an online business owner. And it's okay to not be scrolling all of the time and, you know, watching cat videos is, you know, just (laughs) not... I can live without it. And so I would encourage everyone, you know, you don't need to maybe go to Guatemala and have your... internet taken out every day. Um, but start to maybe just time block. Mm -hmm. Like what if you only had one hour to do email today? You might find that you don't even need that hour and then go watch a cat video. But (laughs) I just think that I love giving people permission to log off and unplug as online business owners, because it can feel really scary. Like, what am I going to miss? What if something blows up? And like, (laughs) you'll find every time that it doesn't Yeah, start taking those steps because I think it is important to be present in your own life. (laughs) It so is. Yeah. 
and otherwise we miss it. Yeah. And it's so addicting actually. You know, it's, it's funny that we're talking about this because I feel like someone brought this up on one of my other recent podcasts and I'm like, yes, like I keep talking about this, um, of like, you know, it's so important to be present and the social media thing, even though we want to show up and be present and everything, it is, it can be so addicting and waste so much freaking time. Yeah. Do you have like specific, do you like go on in the morning at night or does it change your boundaries around it? Yeah. So I, it depends on the day. It's not actually a client just asked me like, what time do you check your email? Cause I want to make sure I slide in right before. <laughs> I want to make sure you see everything that day that I'm going to send you. I'm like, it isn't a specific time a day, but like, I definitely don't take technology into the bedroom after like five o'clock each day. I'm done. I'm making dinner. I'm watching Netflix, <laughs> like whatever. Um, and then it will depend on the time blocking. Right. But I'll give myself an hour to do email and a lot of social media stuff can be automated, right. With like totally. the plan app for Instagram, it will send me notification when I just go on and post, um, I use buffer for some Facebook group stuff so I can just, you know, set it and know that it's getting done. Yeah. Mm. And I think another piece about this like shift, um, you know, as much as it's about like scheduling and automating and just giving yourself boundaries, I think there's also a mindset shift. Like I'm, I'm someone that is much more quality sorry, quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. And I know there's a big game and a big push out there to get more followers, more likes, more people in your group, more, 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 all these numbers. Mm -hmm. And the way that I've structured my business, I, I don't need to have, you know, a million Instagram followers to feel like I'm successful or to hit my goals or to have enough ads, you know, fueling Mm -hmm. my, my business. And so really thinking about not how many followers or clients I have, or you have listener, uh, but the quality and knowing that they don't like my followers don't want me to be live streaming all of the time. They want to see a few travel pictures and that like things are, you know, the podcast episode is out, but I, um, I hear a lot of people that respect the boundaries and Mm. like, you know, I'm actually signing up for this like online entrepreneurship life, but I don't want to like give away everything. Right? Yeah. Cause it's like you're, you, you're, you want to create a business around the life that you want to live. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And I, and people, you know, it's like, we're not creating a business so that we could be behind the freaking computer all the time. Exactly. Exactly. So, so what is like your main, um, do you have like a main platform that you like to show up on? So I would say, um, I enjoy Instagram. I just think it's fun. I I travel a lot. So photos, I have some photos I like to share. Um, but I find that I get a lot more engagement and like actual like community and conversation going in Facebook. So Mm -hmm. those are the two places I, I like to hang out. Um, Instagram because it's fun and Facebook because there can be real conversation. Yeah. How about you? Um, I have like my Facebook group. Mm-hmm. is like my main place, but I'm starting to really gravitate like to Instagram more so than before. Yeah. But yeah. I think we might keep seeing this. And he, I, have two, I have two theories as to why. Number one, the Instagram story feature, obviously, is just like <laughs> so fun, so yeah. organic, so raw. You don't have to be like airbrushing or captioning perfectly. Um, and another thing, I've heard rumors <laughs> that... Um, they're already piloting in some places, removing the likes on Instagram. Oh, I, I heard about that too. 
which I love because, you know, I totally play that game where I'll be like, oh, this, you know, this was a crap, crappy content if I didn't get as many likes as I used to. But like, it could be the time of day or it could be that Instagram didn't show it to the same. And so I know um, when people see, oh, this has a lot of likes, I don't need to go like it. Or this hasn't had many likes. Maybe, you know, it's like, it just creates this weird, like psychology, the liking thing. So I really hope that it really is just goes back to like conversations, right? Making comments, actually saying something, not just like, well, yeah. what is double tapping? I don't get it. So. <laughs> Was there a time when they didn't have the double tap fe- feature? No, I mean, it was always about liking, mm. but they might be taking that away. Yeah, I heard about that. Hiding it. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Do, do you feel like, and, and do you feel like, you know, since you created more um, boundaries around your social media that you shifted internally, like mindset wise and energy wise, and just like how you show up for people and the, like your level of service? Does that make um, sense? Um, fucking Can we say yeah. that? Sorry. Totally. Oh, thousand, hundred times over. Yes. Right. When I'm scrolling or comparing or seeing what everyone else is doing, first of all, I just don't have as much time in my day. And second of all, it's a low vibration. Facebook mm-hmm. is a low vibration. And when I can be innovating, brainstorming, talking to my clients about what they have going on, like those are just higher vibration activities for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think... Um, a few things, right? Just like changing the vibration, being more focused on my opportunities and what I'm working on and my zone of genius. Um, and then also just like having more time back mm-hmm. <laughs> and being more present with relationships. And yeah, you know, I, um, I'm going home. So my, my family still lives in Wisconsin and I'm going to go next week. And I like, don't really intend to be doing much work at all, right? Like I have some client calls but everything else is like scheduled and I won't need to be on my phone all of the time. And, um, my grandpa's really impressed by that, <laughs> which I think is, which is fun, right? Cause he's like, your, your thumbs are like running a cor- corporation, but we never see you doing, you know, they kind of think I don't work, but oh I like it because he, he understands like I can use these tools in a way, um, that affords me, like we said, the lifestyle that you, we want. Yeah. Um, and so I like shaking, shattering that paradigm, right? That like these millennial entrepreneurs are just constantly, you know, online and engaged and whatever screen time. Yeah. I love this conversation. I feel like people are going to get so much out of it because it's like giving, giving others permission to be more present in their life and still know that they can have a successful business. I mean, you're doing your thing and serving at a higher level because you have those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I don't know how much you, maybe I feel like this is kind of a trend in people like you and I, Stephanie is like getting back to some IRL activities, like doing in real life yes. workshops and yes. webinars, you know, like taking the webinar, like to a place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's when another thing I've noticed with going offline more is like, there's so much opportunity in my local community. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I really, ever since I moved back to Austin last year, there's so many amazing people here and like entrepreneurs. And I definitely have been doing a lot more in real life, just connections and networking right now, but more going to be doing more events. I just did a retreat here, but Mm. yeah, I feel like a lot more people are craving that more than ever now because of like how freaking addictive and shit social media is. It's like, we're going back to that in real life connection because yeah, I feel like that's how, I feel like the more transformation can happen that way. 
Absolutely. And sales are way easier. <laughs> For those of you who have a service that you're selling, True. whether it's coaching or consulting or uh, yoga teaching, whatever you might be selling, if someone has seen you in the flesh and can read your energy and can be present with you, they don't have to go sifting through all of your social proof and your testimonials. And, you know, if your pop-up, you know, like all that other stuff we worry about on the internet that we have to like create, we have to manufacture this connection through our copywriting and our imagery, which is good and fine. But um, if you just like show up in real life and you have a high vibration, you're going to get so much more buy-in literally. Mm -hmm. So do you do more? So you're doing more live workshops now? Yes. Yeah. A lot more. Um, actually, so to come full circle, Jack Canfield, the success principles, that book was like, okay, permission granted to make my dream life, my real life. Mm-hmm. And he is actually now one of my mentors wow. and I've been doing more success principles work with, with him and his curriculum and his students, which, um, is just like surreal. Right. It was like so on my vision awesome. board for two years and now, yeah, we're doing wow. it. Yeah. Um, and so I stopped the digital nomading thing about six months ago, and I'm now in Sacramento, California. Hit me up if you're here, <laughs> listeners, Sacramento. Yeah. Um, and same thing, like you said, moving to Austin, like just realizing, wow, like there's a lot going on here. And so I've just been um, hosting some like meetups and getting yeah. to know more of the entrepreneurial culture here. Um, and I love it. That's really awesome. What do you suggest for people who may also be like wanting to do that? Like just starting it? Like, right. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) I, um, and I feel like a wino. I told you that I spilled wine on my laptop and I'm going to tell you (laughs) another story about wine. Um, and I had my wine and hummus pity party. So one of the nights when we first moved here to Sacramento, I realized I had a meetup account and I must've paid for it at some point. I like clients are like, I have to pay. I, was like, I don't remember paying. <laughs> I have it. And I'm in this new community. So I'm going to go and just start looking what's around. Mm. And, um, I started seeing, okay, cool. Like there's like these things happening. I, I went to a few of them on my calendar, put them on my calendar, but there wasn't anything like punchy enough for me. It was all this kind of like, oh, like, let's have brunch. Let's like paint our nails. Like, (laughs) and when I go to do stuff, like I wanted to be impactful and powerful and like have some sort of like value or transformation. Mm -hmm. So I decided to put together this meetup group and kind of forgot about it because, you know, the wine thing. And I checked it back because I had a notification in my calendar to go to some event. And I went back into my meetup group and there were like 60 people and I didn't do anything wow. over the course of a few weeks. Um, so they're really in meetup is a place where people really are looking for connection, right? It's not just like a Facebook group where it's like, maybe I'll do something. Maybe I won't, but a meetup, there's a lot more buy-in. And so I started, and then I was like, well, what do I do with these people now? <laughs> um, and I didn't even know what kind of space to use. So I just posted like anyone have a space. <laughs> sure enough, someone had space. Nice. So the first meetup with that group, it was just very like, um, I didn't have a big, uh, plan for it, or we just wanted to like get in real life with people and start to get some feedback. And so now we have more of an ongoing meetup and some of those people have become clients because after that first one, then I was like, okay, so then our next meeting is going to be about copywriting or you know, mm. things that I coach on. So I would just say, uh, yeah, start a meetup group, <laughs> see yeah. what happens. And don't even, you don't even need like a plan or a location. You can just, um, you can just ask, ask the community. 
Yeah, that's so cool that you just started it and it kind of fell into place. Anyone can do it too. Yeah. Right? And I think going going to the meetups, that's one way to just start to see how other people are doing it. And maybe you could be a speaker at one of their events. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is so much power in just putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you definitely have to um, step into the version of yourself who's already doing it. Because I know a lot of people are scared <laughs> to go bigger or to really like own their story, their message, their gifts, everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, one of the success principles is act as if. Mm-hmm. That's what I always tell people, be as if. Mm. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Because it's, that's really like literally the core of what it comes down to. Yeah. Like embodying it and then your reality will shift. I mean, this goes back to like, just the more high vibes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you just, you'll, the more you surround yourself with high vibrations, the more you'll rise to that. And your thoughts are obviously a huge piece of your vibrational makeup. Mm. It's so fascinating to think about it because I know personally, yeah, <laughs> I'm obsessed with like the link between science and spirituality, but it's like so crazy, like to think back on my journey as well of like, when I reached this moment of saying, you know what, I'm fucking done <laughs> with where I am and I'm ready like to make shit happen in a bigger way and choosing to continue to step into that version of myself who's already there, like things started shifting so quickly and mm. opportunities come so quickly when you really commit to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times, and this is not just, this is not about me. This is about what you're, what you're saying. When people sign up for one of my programs, even before like our first call or our first module, they will tell me crazy things started happening them, right? Like they manifest this date that they were never expecting, right? They just like get into, they made an investment in themselves. They're committed. And then they start attracting things that were previously locked to them. Mm, Yeah. And so whether that's making a big investment in yourself or that's starting a morning routine and really committing to your meditation, or that's eliminating a toxic relationship from your life, like where are the places that you can unlock something for yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just really fascinating because it, 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 it truly does happen. Like when you make a decision and you face your fears and you start to feel the shifts right away. Absolutely. Ooh, I'm loving this. I hope people are, um, yeah. are vibing with us because it, again, it's like I started out like the things that sound cliche are cliche for a reason, right? Like raise your vibrations, mm-hmm. change your thoughts, start taking actions, even if you're afraid. They're cliche because they've changed people's lives over and over and over. Yes. And it's so crazy because for for me, I knew all that stuff for a while and it wasn't fully like working (laughs) Um, because I kept, you know, going on this roller coaster ride of like going back and forth in the stories and stuff. And it really took this like strong decision, like stronger than ever to like not fucking give my power away to anything that wasn't aligned with where I wanted to go. Yeah. How do you think like 
what do you think that shift was for you? For me, it, it actually come, came down to just this li- really simple uh, way of thinking is I am not my stories. I am not my circumstances. I am not my beliefs. I am this being who's thinking these thoughts, you know? So like just having that awareness where, wait, I'm not these stories. These stories and these thoughts are causing me to feel this way. Mm-hmm. And then if I give power to that, to feeling that way and to those stories, then more are going to come that are aligned with that vibration. Mm-hmm. But if I don't, and I just acknowledge it, because I do believe that we still need to acknowledge what is coming up so that we can shift it and not just say, oh no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the more I just realize that and I just continue to choose a new story and embody that no matter what and understand. It's just, it's like shifting into a higher level of thinking. Yeah. It's like, okay, these stories are here. That's awesome. Whatever. And I'm not those stories. So like they can be there, but I don't need to like feel like I'm them. I do the air quotes a lot, don't I? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That disassociation, right? Like I am not my body. That was huge for me in my eating disorder. Like I'm not only defined by the number on the scale. I'm not my thoughts. I am not the number in my bank account. I'm not these other things. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that. There's a... Sorry, go ahead. No, you're just reminding me of a visualization. I did a meditation once where it was like you, we cut the strings to all these titles we had in ourselves, right? So like you literally like envision like you're not like an umbilical cord, but something like that, right? Like you're so connected to being even a business owner, right? Like you own that identity or being a woman, or being blonde or whatever. And like, these are all things that can literally be cut from you in mm-hmm. some way. And so just releasing those things and yeah. getting back to like, I know it's like, it's woo woo, but like essence. Yeah. You're just pure light energy. Exactly. And all these other things are... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. No, I love when I can get to these conversations, just, you know, like chatting and like, and so, you know, we're just like pure light energy and like everyone here is on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and it really is science. It's not. It is. It's, it's, yeah. I always say it might sound woo, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like that's really what it is. And I love how you said the cutting the strings thing because, okay, really the thing that changed everything, and this is all that I teach, yes. is shifting the subconscious identity. So like how you were saying, cutting the strings mm-hmm. to any identity, because we could choose whoever we want to be in any given moment. And I'm sure in your experience, after you lost that job and you moved and you know you just mm-hmm. started creating who you wanted to be. And mm-hmm. that's what really changes your reality. Yeah. Not what you do. It's who you be. <laughs> who you be. Be as if. Yeah. That comes back to that. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's something we're not even like touching on because I think maybe we're just uh, making an assumption, but other people are putting those things on you as well too, right? Like the expectations I had from my family to like, not be who I am right now. (laughs) Um, you know, just like disassociating from having to please them or live up to their explanations of who I am, or even, you know, now I'm engaged and like, I'm still me, like we're becoming a unit, but like, we've had really clear conversations about like what this new identity actually like is going to mean for, for us. And so I think just keeping that in mind too, like as much as we create our own stories, we make up 
these, you know, other people are also feeding us stories and you are not their story either. Yeah, that's really empowering and <laughs> deep to think about because yeah, it, it's, it's about like really knowing yourself and empowering yourself and um, yeah, not being a people pleaser. That was a huge lesson and it's always something that like comes back around in cycles on my path personally um, is like that, uh, the pleasing thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it all, it all is a cycle, but like we've talked about some of these tools today, right? Like realizing that you are a hundred percent responsibility for the stories that you choose. You're a hundred percent in control of the act actions you take and the people you surround yourself with most of the time and just continuing to remember like like we talked about community mentorship Mm -hmm. unplugging like you know the things listeners like if you're still in this episode you know you need to be doing and just remember you do have the tools but the challenges are going to look different at every level of success or evolution right yes yeah you guys have the freaking tools so be the person who's using the tools. Mm, yes. Yes. And then you'll get their freaking results because if other people can do it, you can do it. You know, yeah. like that's what I always really reminded myself of, you know, through my weight loss journey, through growing a business. And you did that as well. Of Like, man, if these other people can do it, I can freaking do it too. Yep. So. Very- your dream life is your real life. That's what I would say. <laughs> and that's your, that's like your whole brand. Your dream life is your real life. So, and it's beautiful that you're like really have turned your mess into your message, so to speak, mm-hmm. and are helping other people really claim what they want in their life and their business in every way. And it's awesome. So do you have any last things that you want to share with the audience? Where can they find you? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So I guess just the last thing that I always do like to remind people is like, yes, you can. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think that we need more people telling us that in every aspect of our lives. Right. Like I just want to offer that permission to unplug, to Mm -hmm. start the damn business, to move, make the move you want to make. Like, yes, you can. Um, so if you want to follow along with more of my permission granted (laughs) or resources or whatever, um, I would love to offer a free mini course and the mini course is really more geared, um, to service providers and, um, entrepreneurs who have a life changing offer and want to reach more people, sell it at a higher price point. It's really based around like sales and marketing, but in a really um, soulful and mindful strategy. So I want to give that away. It's dreamlifeisreallife.com slash mini course. And you'll get five days of in-depth training from me as well as some one-on-one support as you guys go through that. So check it out. Nice. I will leave that in the show notes as well. It sounds awesome. Yeah, check it out. (laughs) Nothing to lose, right? Yeah, yeah. You've shared so much amazing things in here. We went through a lot of stuff. Thank you so much for taking the time and for really sharing and opening up about what has really led you on your path and 
help you turn your freaking dream life into your real life. Mm, Wow. Thank you so much for this space, Stephanie. I really appreciate it. And hope that, um, yeah, folks are taking out their tools moving forward. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. All right, guys, make sure you go check out Hannah, follow her, check out the show notes and jump into her free mini course because I'm sure it's freaking awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day. 